This is KRCU's Going Public. I'm Dan Woods. Southeast Missouri State University creates a nearly $1 billion impact on the business community in Missouri and generates a return on investment to its major stakeholder groups, students, taxpayers, and society. That sentence sets the stage for the recently released Economic Impact Report for Southeast. Dr. Carlos Vargas is the president of Southeast Missouri State University, and he shared details about the Economic Impact Report on the television program SE Connect. Dr. Vargas, always good to see you. It's good to see you, Danny. How are you? Good, good. Very good. Thank you for inviting me. It's always good to talk to you. We've got a lot of numbers to go over, but before we get to the numbers and some of the specific data, why commission this study? Why did we do this? We, uh, we felt that we needed to have a reliable uh, information to be able to share with the community as to really what was the impact of the university on the, in the state of Missouri. And the only thing we had was a, uh, a project that was done by a group of students uh, a number of years ago, probably at least 10, if not more, mm-hmm. um, uh, under the guidance of a faculty member. And that information is, is dated. Uh, and we needed something uh, now uh, to talk about what the impact is at this time. And so we thought that it would be appropriate to go and do this through a organization that uh, specializes in doing these kinds of studies so that we had uh, the credibility behind the numbers that we, that we came up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you saw the report, did anything surprise you? What jumped out at you when you saw this for the first time? The positive impact that the university has on the uh, economy of the state of Missouri, but actually also on the region here in Cape Girardeau, Jackson, and other uh, mm-hmm. surrounding communities. Uh, it's quite impressive, uh, and, and we're very happy that we have received this, this information. Is there anything that you saw in the report that you didn't know and you thought, wow, that's really interesting, or that's not what I expected? Anything like that? Um, yes, I think the fact that we, uh, and we can talk about this uh, in, in some more detail, but the reality is that the university actually uh, operates based on uh, a, uh, funding that we receive from the state of Missouri, mm-hmm. and at the same time we have the tuition that comes from the students that are here. Well, the funding that we receive from the state, the appropriation we receive, comes from taxes that the state uh, collects. Mm-hmm. And the question is, do we contribute to sort of repay those taxes or not? And the reality is that we do. So uh, we receive, for every dollar we receive, for example, we actually return to the state $2.10. And so we really are a generator of revenue for the, uni- for, for the state of Missouri. So the return on investment is good. It's positive. It's very, very good, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's talk about some of the numbers. So uh, the, talk about the total economic impact first, and then we'll kind of break that down into the different categories. Yeah, and as you, as you notice, we, we actually put together a fact sheet that we have been uh, sharing with the community to just make it easy instead of giving them a big report with a lot of text. Yeah. Uh, this is a way to uh, look at the data relatively simply. So. Uh, for example, in terms of the economic impact that was uh, that was uh, uh, the, the analysis that was done, uh, we uh, have a total um, impact on the economy of the state of 990 million dollars. It's almost a billion dollars uh, a year that the university uh, uh, contributes to the to the state, and that comes in term. It, it's a result of 
uh, the operating spending that we have. In other words, our operations on a day-to-day basis contribute about $107 million. Uh, the student impact, in other words, how much money the students spend in a variety of things, uh, rent, groceries, uh, uh, transportation, you name it, yeah. that's about $14 million a year. And then, of course, the alumni impact, that's a very interesting thing. See, these are alumni that graduated from the university but work in the state of Missouri. And so, okay. and they produce $770 million. So when you add those three numbers, the contribution of the university to the state overall, to the economy, is almost a billion dollars. And I think that's quite impressive. I thought it was interesting that the report sort of broke this out into how many jobs Mm -hmm. uh, this equates to. Kind of talk about that a little bit. That's an interesting metric, I think. That is. And and if you look at this, for example, the $770 million produced by the alumni, uh, they they essentially support the over 11,000 jobs in the state of Missouri. So, I mean, these are numbers that uh, sometimes for the average person, they may not be necessarily uh, very clear. And, but for people who uh, deal with these kinds of studies, these are very, very important and meaningful numbers. So we, we really are a generator of jobs. Uh, every time we have to fix or repair something around the, the campus, that's, that is work that goes to people that are doing that, so that allows them to earn a living. Uh, and, and, and so we have that contribution. And then, of course, we also did uh, an analysis that, was, uh, that is referred to as the investment analysis. But mm-hmm. in terms of the contributions we, we have, uh, the, 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 this is a, a general way in, of talking about them. Uh, for example, the operations spending talks about 1,500 uh, jobs that are being supported with that money. So mm-hmm. those are the uh, important numbers. Uh, so somebody who looks at this report, and I know that because the consultants that did this, just an organization called MCE, MSI, um, the consultants that did this looked at these numbers and they said, these are impressive numbers. Uh, and. and uh, uh, actually, when we look at the investment analysis, I actually asked them to put a scale next to the number so that people would say, hey, what does that mean uh, you know, for us? Uh, for example, um, if, if I may just talk yeah. a little bit about the investment analysis, yeah. uh, for every dollar that the student invests in his or her education here, mm-hmm. they, they receive $7.50 in long-term lifetime earnings. Now that is a number that exceeds actually the maximum of what they normally have observed when they do these studies of other institutions. So for them, an investment uh, uh, analysis that provides for every dollar that the student spends receiving, say for example, um, uh, $3 would be typical, average, good number. In reality, we are at $7.50. That exceeds, again, what they have done in recent studies. And so that's really a very important uh, parameter for students. Students come here. Mm-hmm. We are a good investment for them because over the lifetime, they're going to get $7.50 for every dollar that they actually invested. So that, goes, that speaks to this argument that, well, I really don't need a degree. It's not really going to make a difference. But this data says otherwise. That's exactly right. Yeah. The, the other one is what I said at the beginning of the conversation, which is the taxpayers. They, for every dollar that the state of Missouri puts into the university, 
we produce $2.10. So we are a generator of revenue for, mm -hmm. for the state. That, again, is a very, uh, a very good number, a very impressive number. And then the society, that's the other thing that's impressive. Um, we have talked in the past about the fact that we say, well, if you get a, if you get a college degree, you're going to get, you're going to make uh, additional money in, under the year and all that. Right. The question really is, not only do you actually have a better salary, but you, by having a college degree, save money to society because you are less likely to use certain social services. Hmm that the state provides, right? So you're less mm -hmm. likely to be unemployed. You are less likely to receive certain type of counseling, for example, mental or so. And so statistically, we are saving $10 to society for every dollar that the student invests in the education. So that's really also very impressive. So not only are the students actually having more success financially, but this is a, an indirect way of saying that they actually live better lives, they live healthier lives, they live happier lives, and they're, making, they're able to make better decisions. Mm -hmm. That all comes along in a package when you call, get a college degree, and that's exciting for us to know. And critical thinking and problem solving and all those things you've talked about before mm -hmm. on the show. Yes. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I noticed on here was visitor spending, because mm -hmm. People come to the university for different activities. You might speak to that just a moment. That's a pretty, pretty good number, too. That's right. We, we, we have uh, visitors here, and we, the, as you can see, the number says we have about $7 million that our visitors spend here. These are visitors. These are individuals that come for a different variety of reasons. Uh, you can imagine commencement, right, commencement mm -hmm. ceremonies. Every time we have a graduating class, we have their families come over, they, they uh, have to stay in a hotel, they eat in the restaurants, uh, and, and that all is adding to the economy of, of the region, uh, whether it's you know, Jackson Cape or yeah. surrounding areas, uh, Scott City, you name it. So um, th that, that contribution from the visitors is actually very clearly identified in this report. Well, and if they attend a show at the River Campus or maybe go to an athletic event and get a ticket for an athletic event, all of that contributes to that mm -hmm. impact. They're, they're, all, they're all part of this, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a very a, a nice report. Uh, the, the results are very positive. And I think that uh, I'm, I'm happy that we are able to share this with the community so the community you know, can feel proud of, of what this university is doing here. I know you've been sharing this with a lot of different groups and different organizations. What, what has the response been like to the Chambers of Commerce and other places that you've shared this data with business leaders and community broadly? What are people saying? Uh, they're, they're pleased to know what the results are. They're surprised about how good they are. And they, what I sense is, a, is, is a, the reaction is pride, pride in the institution and, so, and pride in the area that they, that they live in. The people say, wow, it's, it's nice that we have an institution like this in, in this region, in this area. And I oftentimes tell them uh, when I go to visit uh, high schools, which I do, uh, uh, I tell them, you know, sometimes we have this tendency to say, well, if something is close to me, it's not that interesting. It's, it's something that we tend to do. When something is close, you just don't feel that desire to go and visit yeah. and all that. And I say, so that may be some way in which some people that are close to the university feel about the university. Ah, the university's here, no big deal. So that's, 
And I said, but think about the fact that we have hundreds of students that come from Asia, from Europe, from South America, from mm -hmm. Europe, and, you know, and they come here to Southeast because they feel that this is a place worth coming to. So don't take the institution for granted. Okay. You know, we have a good quality institution in yeah. this place, and there are many people who come here because of who we are. Yeah. So think, think about that and give us an opportunity to show you what we, what we have to offer. Mm -hmm. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk about uh, this proposed new dual-role multipurpose complex, which folks may know as Hawk Stadium, but there was an analysis done on what that might look like. Let's talk about that. It's very interesting, too. Sure. Well, we, uh, as we all know, we, we had to uh, de demolish portions of the stadium due to safety considerations, and so we took the opportunity, uh, actually even before we had to demolish it, we had already been developing a, a scenario whereby we would, uh, once we uh, rebuild that area there, we would rebuild it with a, 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 with a complex that would be a dual-purpose, multi-use facility. So we're really talking here about not just a stadium, but also uh, a certain number of facilities that are going to be supporting our academic programs. So this is really exciting. So we, we but that's how we are actually working on it. Uh, we are planning on having uh, in this complex, which is going to include also the, the stadium, but there are going to be other structures there. We're going to have classroom space. We're going to have laboratories. We have areas where we're going to have the ability to host certain community events. We might actually be able to develop partnership with uh, private sector uh, providers in different areas. So we're exploring all that at this point. Mm -hmm. And so the, the analysis was about, I guess, the, the potential construction costs, how many jobs that would generate, and then visitors to the new imagined facility. Talk through some of those numbers and what that would look like. Right. Well, uh, the numbers we have at this point, of course, refer to the stadium because that's what uh, has been in operation. But, yeah. I mean, right now with the stadium, uh, with the data that we have here, the stadium attracted about 8,400 or so visitors every year. With this new complex that we're talking about, we're, we're, we believe we're going to be able to go up to about 11,000. So it's going to be a significant increase in the number of, uh, of visitors that we're going to have. Uh, we're also, uh, the, the project that was uh, uh, put in place for this, it has an initial cost of $60 million. Mm -hmm. And that again includes a number of different uh, aspects of it. Now, because of the pandemic and some of the labor issues that have taken place with it, uh, labor shortages and the supply chain issues and delays that have taken place, all these numbers have been uh, oscillating back yeah. and forth and up and down. And so uh, we're right now in the process of uh, working to try to finalize some of the understanding of what we do. But as you know, we uh, immediately identified $12 million, the university itself and the foundation, to start the demolition and the construction of the south uh, south side right. of, the, of the stadium. So we're going to be working on that. Uh, we're, we're continuing to work on that. But this this project actually uh, is going to also contribute to the economy of the state. And of course, when we do when go, we go through the construction uh, portion of this, there's going to be a significant amount of money going into the economy mm -hmm. because of the work that is being done. But then after that, we're going to continue to have 
as I said, we're going to have uh, 11,000 plus visitors a year. And now you couple that with the fact that our uh, athletic uh, department, our athletic programs have been doing so well in the last uh, probably five years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so there's, I believe and I hope that there continues to be enough energy in the community to help us do this because we need all to contribute to it. We're uh, hoping that the city also can can help because the stadium really is almost the entryway into the uh, the downtown area. Mm -hmm. I mean, the stadium is part of the downtown area, but when when you drive through Broadway, that's one of the things that you see. So we're excited about contributing to enhancing the beauty uh, and the attraction of the city for visitors. Yeah, and once this is all done, since there's going to be other things happening there too, that could also, you might, if there's something that can be added to the academic side of the house, that could increase enrollment numbers and more students coming in, you know, right, there's a piece there that probably not into this, but that's another side of this story. Absolutely, that's exactly the point, that we are hoping that uh, the ability that we're going to have to enhance some academic programs is going to contribute to enrollment because students are going to see the benefit of doing that. And if we can partner with some private sector organizations, uh, that would be even better. Uh, students these days more and more need, they want and they need uh, as they go through their college uh, career degree um, and the opportunity to have internships to be in contact with the business world so that they understand how things work. And, and, and that the best thing to do is to do it while they're still in college so by the time they finish college their resume is ready, they're competitive, the resume is ready to be shown to a potential employer. And employers always like somebody who has already had some kind of contact with the business world. So this kind of uh, setup that we are looking at is going to have contributions to programs, academic programs that will be benefiting from this and therefore we expect increased enrollment in some of those areas. Yeah, it's that whole idea that we've talked about before is the real world experience. So rather than reading about it in a textbook is mm -hmm. all well and good, but to actually get to see how it happens and see a business owner or someone in a business have to make a decision on the fly and what went into that decision making, you get to see that, that's, that's just, money. it's so invaluable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we have programs in athletic training, we have programs in, in the performing arts. Uh, th these are all programs that have the potential to benefit from having this kind of complex uh, that is a, uh, academic athletic uh, mix of programs and and so we're we're, we're excited uh, when you get into these kinds of projects one of the things you find out is that the initial design oftentimes ends up being very different from what you end up with I've seen uh, diagrams that show for example how academic hall was gonna was supposed to look uh, uh, in the initial stages of the design and then how it ended up looking was <laughs> very different. Yeah. Uh, and that is the result of financial considerations but also practical considerations. Once you get into the project, you may have to decide to make changes. So, uh, but we're, we're very excited about, about this uh, opportunity and I, I think people are very excited and, and proud of, of what the university is doing and the and not only academically, I mean, academically, I think we're doing fantastic, to be honest. I really cannot be prouder of, of what we're doing in the academic side of the, of the house, but also athletically. So students that come right now to, to Southeast really get a very well-rounded education uh, with opportunities to, to mature.
to actually develop uh, personally and professionally. Well, Dr. Vargas, this has been very interesting, and we thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you very much, Danny. Good to be here. To hear more interviews, visit krcu.org.